0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Purely Arsenal Podcast. I'm your host Jack Sessions and I've got three... Top guest with me again. I got Neil Shaw back with me. How are you doing, Neil?
1: All right, mate. Thanks for having me back. It feels like an nation I've been on, so know, good to be back. Um, at least it's back uh, on the back of a win uh, for whatever, whatever all the stuff that's been going on lately. We much needed win. So pleased to be back to talk about that a little bit. So yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, I thought we'd bring you back for one that you probably would have predicted a five nil win as you do it <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, mate. I've also got Mark Harrison with me. How you
2: doing, Mark? Oh, all right, mate. Dreaming of Wembley, you know. Trying to look on the upside of everything. But, yeah, pleased that we're through. And, uh, you know, got a win yesterday, as Neil said. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to hopefully picking it all up. But, yeah, good to speak to you, mate, as always.
0: Yeah, lovely, mate. Top stuff. And uh, also got Mark's on Ben Harrison. How you doing?
3: All good, Jack. Uh, another sort of roller coaster week uh, in the life of an Arsenal fan, wasn't it? But, uh, you know, it's ended on a high and I've uh, got my uh, diary out planning Wembley, so it's ended well.
0: That's it. That's it. Got a love a trip to Wembley and uh, Absolutely. hopefully uh, we can go one better and, and get to the final as well. But we'll, t- we'll discuss that. Let's talk about the the first game that – sorry, actually, let's talk about the game that we started with yesterday because it's a bit fresher in our memories. Um Neil. Thoughts on, on, on Lincoln game, um, comfortable win in the end, and vital that we got
1: it, was it really? Oh, most definitely. I mean, obviously, I've not been on the put for a bit, and all that stuff's been going on, and uh, a lot of us as Arsenal fans have become very disillusioned, can't understand what's happening, and it's traumatic, and all the rest of it, and the world's, world's going to end, etc., so... Yeah, Lincoln, um it was a, it was a I was a little bit surprised with the line up, but at least it showed that we uh, respected the opposition. Um it's it's an amazing fairy tale for them as a non league team to to have got this far, the first club in about hundred years or whatever it is. Um so a, a great experience in a day for them and uh, Arsenal with the selection I guess um showed uh, that we that, that, you know we fully respected uh, the, the, the match uh, I think he only made two changes from from that calamitous Bayern game um, and uh, yeah I mean overall just, just to sum it up very quickly the, the first half I mean although it seemed like we were starting slow again I think you've got to give some credit to Lincoln as well because they were they were obviously came with a game plan and they, they they were trying to be fair. Um, you know, it was a long non-league side. I mean, you've got complete vast differences in, in, in fitness levels, etc. And, you know, they, they really did go for us, go for it. And they gave, it gave us a good, good game in the first half. Um, so it was a little bit difficult to, to sort of like um, open them up a little bit and, 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 and play our normal flowing football. But um, I, I, I still felt fine with it. I didn't, Need, feel the need for panic like we have in previous games where we think, Jesus, we're not starting, we haven't started yet. It's forty-five minutes, we haven't even started playing, or for seventy minutes. It, it didn't feel that way to me yesterday. Um, it just felt like that we were, we were, we were comfortable. We hadn't really come out of second gear. Then obviously with the, with the goal, which was fantastic for us just before half time, a complete disaster for them, and it changed the game completely in the second half. And we just literally, it was, it was almost like easy pickings. Uh, we, we managed to get a bit of our flow back. Um, and they were tiring, we were spreading the play um, and and causing them all sorts of issues and and you could see they were physically, that they just weren't up for it in the second half and uh, we took full advantage and on to another semi-final which I think is a record, I I think, uh, for FA Cup semi-finals but um, uh, it was a good day in the end and a a good occasion for for Lincoln as well.
0: Yeah, well summed up, mate. Um, Mark, how about you, what's your feelings on the game? We did start slowly, I think I was more concerned than... Neil was, probably just because I wanted to see, you know, a full performance from a team that's been largely disconnected for some time now. And no matter which players we put out, how did you feel about it?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar, really. I was expecting to try and see a bit more of a reaction, you know, and um, I was also quite surprised to see see Giroud, you know, up front. I thought that we'd definitely see Lucas Perez, you know, play, especially after he's, uh, you know, somewhat... um, should we say pedestrian performance uh, against Bayern? I don't, think, I don't think I've ever seen someone you know run less than I did Giroud on Tuesday. It was unbelievable to watch, and uh, to, to to think that he kept his place was was quite shocking to me. So it wasn't a, a start a, the start I wanted because I do think uh, Perez deserves to play. Um, you know he's done nothing wrong when he's come in. We've touched on it previously, but that was the first thing. But anyway, you know whatever weather team we put out, I, I was I just wanted to see a, a reaction. Um, you know from Obviously, the, the complete and utter destruction that we suffered on Tuesday, and the, and then the criticism that followed was, you know, brutal um, from Tuesday to Saturday. Um, but you know, as as Neil said, you've got to give Lincoln a bit of credit. They, you know, they they literally knocked their pipe out in the first half to stay with it. Um, you know, but we 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 again know, you know, started very slowly. I mean, uh, you know, the first three or four touches from Gibbs, were like, he was asleep. I mean, it was literally unbelievable. He kicked the ball off the pitch, he was slow to the ball. It was like that, you know, and I was just expecting more from people that came in, especially from him. Uh, we just, you know, we were, we were slow from the back again. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to see, to be honest. It was, you know, um, and although, as, as Neil said, we weren't in danger of losing the game ever, I don't think, quite from obviously when we nearly went 1-0 down, by the way. Um it, you know, it didn't feel it wasn't what I wanted to see. I, I, you know, I wanted to see more of a more of a real sort of you know purposeful performance in the first half, and it didn't happen. And um, you know, Lincoln done ever so well, and we we obviously got the goal before half-time with Walcott's deflection, which was you know wasn't going in, but it, it caught somebody and went in the corner, so we went in one and 0 And as Neil said, second half it was you know it was it was really easy because they just couldn't stay with it then, and then we started to. Typically, like Arsenal, started to open up when uh, you know when we we're in control. So you know, very satisfactory, obviously, the result. Uh, but you know, I just I still didn't see what I wanted to see in the first half, and uh, I'm 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 not filled with any confidence from this whatsoever. Pleased to be at Wembley, obviously. You know, over the moon. But um, we you know it it doesn't give me the confidence that things are sorted out either internally in in the squad. I think there's there's unsettled ramblings in the squad between players and, you know, which we've all read about now and obviously the pressure that Arsene's under, you know, from external sources, media and a certain, um, you know, number of people, should we say. So, you know, it's tough times, mate, at the moment. But listen, we've got to look forward to a Wembley trip and salvage something out of the season if we can, you know, and that's obviously trying to win the cup and get in the
3: top four.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's definitely our priority at this point, yeah. um, the, the, obviously, Ben, the, the bigger thing or you know that Mark just touched on is, is the performance. Did, did you mm-hmm. have concerns? Do you think lineup is affecting it? You know, we've we've started Giroud in the last two games, by and by by default, if you like, but we'll, we'll get mm-hmm. onto that one in a bit. But do, do you think you know Ramsey came back into the team? So so you know the slow Arsenal has has come back, if you like. Um, it, you know they have a vast amount of experience, those players, obviously, but they do slow our play down a little bit. Um, do mm-hmm. you personnel's got anything to do with it, or is, does it feel collectively to you like it's more than that, really?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think definitely it's, it's more than that. You know, we've suffered with injuries this season uh, in key areas, and, you know, maybe people like Ramsay wouldn't be starting games that he's been starting in the last couple of weeks if we had a sort of full squad together. But, yeah, I think it's definitely part of a bigger picture, mate. You know, as, as uh, I mean, that sort of covered uh, the sort of roundings that are going on, the stuff with Sanchez, and it seems there were sort of rumours of like a split camp in terms of players that want him in, players that don't want him at the club. Um, So that's not helping at all. And, you know, just on the Sanchez thing, I think, you know, there's been an obvious uh, drop in sort of level in terms of his sort of commitment in the last week or so. And I think that needs to be cleared up as well as the Wenger stuff as well. I think the Sanchez stuff, he either sort of comes out, you know, and says, you know, I'm staying and signing a new contract. Or, you know, Wenger, Wenger has a chat with him and goes, you know, if you're leaving, you know, then I don't think you should be you should be playing anymore. You know, I think we've got players, as we've mentioned before, Perez, who would come in and give 110%. So, you know, I think yeah, you know, there are players in there that possibly shouldn't be in the team mainly because of injuries. But you know, I think there needs to be some clarity around the whole situation that's going on at the moment.
0: Yeah, I know. I think we, this is one of the biggest uncertainties. We've so many uncertainties with the team mm-hmm. right now, don't we? With Wenger, the the, the big players not signing contracts um, probably was always going to happen until Winger, you know, made his decision and he's delaying it longer and longer. Um, mm. And that's, that, that, I don't think that's doing any favours. You see how Barcelona become, you know, almost buoyed by the fact that Enrique said he's he's going to leave at the end of the season.
3: Definitely, And, yeah.
0: you, you, you know, just either way, wouldn't it? It's just either way, whatever way he says it, I think it would only be a benefit for, for the team as a whole. Even if he says he signed a new two-year contract, you know, I mm-hmm. think you still see an improvement in the in the performance of the team. Uh, Neil, would you, we, yeah, we, we, I, yeah, I agree with you there, Ben. It's, the uncertainty doesn't do us any good. Uh, Neil, would you? We'll get on, back onto the game in, in a second, but would you tend to agree with that? Do you think it's just important to be uh, have some clarity about what's going on at the club at the moment um, out into the public? We saw Chips Keswick's com- comments this week, Neil. Um, Arsenal's chairman, who, who, who rarely comes out and speaks, and everyone said, "Oh, big yeah. statement," but it was very much an on the fence kind of comment. Um, you know, Arsenal's under contract. When we're ready, we will mutually mm. um, decide yeah. and communicate that to the public. Um, it, mm. wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't. it didn't make a stand mm. with that. You no. know, you know it, it made more. Showed more uncertainty, if anything, didn't it?
1: It did. It. it, it and to be honest, not surprised. For me, not a surprise. Arsenal have always done it this way. They're very close with anything when it comes to the managers, players, the works. We we know that. We've always had, come on, how many Summers can you remember where we've been waiting for, are we going to sign a player? Are we going to sign this player? You know, there's there's links to that player and nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens. And the last day of the transfer season, you see some, what we felt in the past as being rushed buys or rushed, rushed purchases. Um and I, I feel the same with, with the management side of it as well. Wenger has always kept everything very close to his chest. Um, whether, whether it's, it's, it's something that the actual board have become used to. Uh, and and they just allow him to do that, that you know when he's ready to, to talk about a contract extension or whether he's going to go or not, and they leave it in his his um, uh, you know we, we, the decision lies with him as and as in, as and when to make that decision. I don't know, we, none none of us are ever going to know that. So it doesn't come as a as a surprise to me that everything is still very you know shut behind and and all behind closed doors, all the all the ongoings and all the political stuff going on. It's just it's kept the public only. Hear snippets, and as you said with that statement, um, it's it's very it's very vague. It doesn't it doesn't answer anything at all. It's just as you quite rightly said, Jack. So if anything, it's causing more disillusionment, and and uh, it's it's just very clouded for me. So I'm not surprised, but I agree, and I and I think you all all of you do the same. will say, say the same thing that for once, I think maybe Arsenal should break the mold, and then sh- and because of what is going on, it's it's causing so much turmoil and so much unrest within the club um it's not doing us any favours whatsoever and i think if there's just a bit of sort of um a clear cut statement to say right this 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 is going to happen and th- and then that's it and then from, from until that until that date or whenever it is we just now focus on football you know something like that so at least we've got some some kind of uh, guidance as to where the club want to go over the next couple of years or whatever it is I think that would that would sit a lot better with the fans and I think that's one of the reasons where you do get this unrest amongst the fan base and you know that they're just just not they're just not being well informed and I think they should be to be fair
0: yeah we're very um, it, yeah we're, we're very secretive as a club aren't we, we have been and in, in, in times that works great for us but at this point, we would like a little bit, just, just just, 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 to know which way we're going a little bit, especially with the way the, the season's panned out. But, Mark, I'll get you back onto the game. Theo was probably our most dangerous player in the first half, mate, wasn't he? He had a short, I suppose, <laughs> 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 and well, uh, deflected goal. Um, <laughs> he didn't do much else after that, in fairness, but um, that's pretty much Theo Walcott, you know, in, in a nutshell, isn't it? You know, he'll turn up with... You know, probably a couple of key chances at times. And um, I always feel like Phil Walcott, Mark, is a player that when we're playing well, I do put him into mm. the Ozil bracket a little bit in the sense that, and obviously no way near the quality of him, I'm not going to even compare him. But um, in the sense that when we're playing well, they, they really seem to to, 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 to to thrive on that at times. But, you know, uh, over the past week, we've not been performing, and he just disappears <laughs> a little bit, Phil Walcott, doesn't he?
2: yeah he does but I think he's you know give him credit he's he, he, he certainly started the game well on Tuesday as well you know and a cracking goal I mean yeah. you know, not, oh, man, gosh, yeah. not many um, not many players smash it down you know down Neuer's <laughs> throat do they like he did you know he just literally went for power and he it caught him out went straight over the top of his head really tried to put his hands up and missed it so it was a great, a great goal so you know, whilst whilst I've been a fierce critic over the years, you know I, I, I will always give him credit when he deserves it. And uh, I thought generally his play on Tuesday was was decent. Um, and then yesterday, you know, again, he, you know, he's he's probably our most dangerous player at the moment. It has to be said. You know, yeah. I mean, Alexis is going for a funny funny period. You know, and. Uh, you know, at least Theo seems to have his head down at the moment. You know, he's, he, he was he was by far our most dangerous player in midweek. Um, you know, we were having real problems controlling him on the right there, and he um, was unlucky not to get a penalty. You know, we could have been two nil up. Um yeah. Quite yeah. two nil up, which which you know, who knows? Then I'm not saying we'd have done it, but who knows? Um, and then and that was all him. You know, all our attacks on Tuesday were coming down that right hand side because they just couldn't control his pace and when he's as you say, when he's in the mood, you know he's, he's he can be extremely dangerous, and um, he is more grown up this year, and he's he is chipping in more, you know. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Um, but yeah, yesterday, you know, he he he, he's, he was around all the time. You know, he was a danger. So you know, he was a, he was a decent strike. I don't think he was going in the first one. You know, he took a nice deflection, but he was in he was in the centre forward position, making himself busy. Um, and I thought his, his general performance yesterday was was all right, you know. I I have no problem with that really. I think I think actually Theo is not the issue, you know. Where have we, we we've always been sort of you know highlighting him and, and maybe Ox, you know. It's funny that them two actually haven't been haven't been the issue. It's the players that we always thought have been you know solid that don't that don't sort of let anyone down. That you look around at and currently go well, you know. Are they are they putting it in for for Wenger at the moment? You know. Are they really putting themselves out? So it's really strange that we're, you know, we with the people that have been critical of actually, you know, and I think you'd agree that Ox has been, you know, a, a shining yep. light really, um, you know, and then of course we get the news that he, he's he wants to go, which does have legs on it apparently, um, you know, so he's that shop window from from Chamberlain, you know, I'll tell you what I do, I'll really put it in for the last, you know, half a season because I'm going to go because I think I think you know. There is a strong, strong rumor that he will, he will, or wants to get out. Um, and we've said that this this season, where he has, we, we don't think he's been getting a, a proper chance. You know, twenty minutes here, ten minutes there. Comes on, does alright, doesn't play the next game. Um, so you know, it's it's a funny old time over there, mate. You know, it's. Um,
1: it's I think hard. his father had. I think Mark, his father has a lot of influence on it as well and, and yeah. quite rightly so because um, yeah, I think absolutely. I saw an interview with both of them uh, quite recently and it, it was he, his father actually came out and questioned, not this season, I think maybe a couple of seasons ago, and he actually questioned, um, I don't know whether he questioned Arsene himself, but he raised the question is why, why is my boy not getting more game time? So yeah. it's obviously there, the back of their minds and yeah. uh, I, 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 as a father, he probably wants the best for his son and... Um, I well, think he's having, he has a huge influence on Ox, so that, that could be quite telling as well.
2: There's every chance, there's every chance, I mm. think, and um, yes, yeah, so, you know, so getting back to yesterday, uh, you know, again, he had, a, he had a, a decent, he started shaped up well until he got injured, and then uh, Mesut come on, you know, and, um, you know, as I say, by the second half, it was a non, non, you know, non-competition, non wasn't it really? You know, then you saw the, the difference in fitness uh, between the two sides, they just could not go with it with the legs, and you know, once we started to move the ball like we can, it was, you know, you saw you saw what, what that gap is. But um, again, as Neil said, you know, all credit to to Lincoln because I just thought, you know, they had a fantastic cup run. I really like their managers. Uh, was a couple of really nice guys. Really got their heads yeah. on it. Uh, you know, they're going to do great things in in the uh, in the conference this year. They're winning that. They're in the semi final the uh, FA Trophy, I think, as well. So you know, they they were a really organised bunch of guys. You know, great to see non-league football. You know, being represented there yesterday, eight thousand fans there from them. It was it was a great day for them. And I, you know, I almost wanted them a nick one at the end. You know what I mean? Five one. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't yeah, have I did as well. Yeah, I wouldn't to bring them a goal. You know, but, mm. um, but yeah, it was it was it was satisfactory.
1: Yeah. Mark, as, as, as can I quickly ask you a question, Mark? As uh, Theo's Mate. life coach. Um, yeah, of
2: course. Um do
1: you not do you not think he's also looking a lot more angrier this day, he's angry in a good way. Like he's on the pitch and he just looks more forceful, it's almost like he's taking steroids or something. He just looks more angry. You know what I mean, in the, in I the do, proverbial yeah. sense. But I do, do you not actually, think that because yeah, I thought yeah, that
3: yeah,
2: I do, I do. I think he's that's been part of his sort of um, you know, more mature outlook this, this season where he's been mm. he's been, you know, been kicked a couple of times or he's had and he's been up and at it and in the face and uh, that's never been in before and I think that's all part of him sort of taking a bit more of a mental, more interviews. He's he's quite happy to do, to, to to do the talking. So mm. definitely, I think you've got a good point, mate. Yeah, I think he, he is part of him, and I think that's helped him. You know, he's I think he's chipped in 17 goals now. You know that. So yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. That, You can't argue that, with that can you? That's, you know, you can't you know can't knock that. You cannot knock that at this stage of the season. And without them, no, 17 goals. You know, we would we would be suffering. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking up Theo today. I know, I know. Good man. Good I've man. not been drinking either, so.
0: <laughs> 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 and it's nice, hey, that, um, well. yeah, it's, well. it's nice to hear that. Yeah. It's nice to hear that Welbeck isn't a, an injury again. It's more of a sickness thing because he, he can provide us a lot of options in that front three. And I, I do agree with, with you, Markham. I don't think it's um you know Theo's been the, the, the problem. I think it's been largely uh. the players that we we look to rely on a little bit more. But like you mm. said, um, Theo got the goal, Ben, and then in the second half, um pick of the goals for you in the second half? I mean, uh, probably what Alexis's goal was, probably the pick of the bunch, would you say?
3: Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, he's, as I said, his sort of commitment levels have, have sort of dropped in the last couple of weeks, but he does show those flashes of brilliance, and that's exactly what that was. Um, just sort of dinked it past a couple of players, got to the edge of the area and just picked his spot. Um, absolutely world-class, you know, as we've said previously, but just want to see some clarity over the situation with him, that's all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, that was definitely the pick of the goals for me.
0: Yeah, we had a nice little little one-two to get Giroud in for the second as well. That was a that was a that was a nice goal, even though Giroud completely fluffed it about five seconds earlier. But, me, um, yeah, yeah it reminded yeah. me of the first half against Bayern. But, <laughs> but I mean, we won't go through the individual goals too much. Uh, Neil, it was a, it was a comfortable win in the end. Unfortunate that we did lose Ox in, in that game is probably a one um, negative that we'd say from from the game. Um, but we've got Mesut Ozil back in the team. How important do you think he could be? I mean, he's been he's been out and 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 sick and in and out of the team for the last three or four weeks. Um, It's time. I was in two minds before this game about how we progress in the season. I feel a lot of our big players have have, from Wenger mainly have been kind of let 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 off a little bit. You know, like Özil, Alexis to a certain extent with his with his actions, but obviously on the pitch he's been mostly consistent. Um, Koscielny and Mustafi. Who, who we relied on heavily, Coquelin, Jack, the, these guys, Peter Cech, I, I feel the big players have, have let us down largely in the big moments this season and felt that, you know, a lot of them should maybe be, be left accountable in some Premier League games and we should change it up a little bit. Um, how do you feel about it, Neil?
1: Yeah, it's a shame to to feel that way. Uh, I, I sort of, I do, yeah, I do agree with you, Jack. I, I I just think, you know, you've got big names there. Some of them are World Cup winners. You've got... Um, you've got to check that's one everything uh you know and you just feel that some of these players should really be um when you know that the club's suffering a bit and it's lagging a bit and you've got you have got a, a mixture of youngsters as well and uh, some of those youngsters have never really experienced any real success uh from a, from a from a silverware point of view at least and you you think that they would um try and even from a mental point of view be the ones that stand up in the dressing room and and really enforce uh that winning mentality into into the other players and and right and one if if one or two of them are falling by the wayside a little, G each other up, um, you know like like we, we we tended to see in the old and older older days with uh, our, our inventive principles and, and a little bit earlier than that with the likes of Adams and Keona and all them kind of players and Vieira... And just, just, you know, enforcing that, that message to the rest of the team and, and and the squad as well, even the ones that don't always get the, the look in, just, just throughout the whole club that, you know, that every game is, 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 is is important as if it's a cup final and you've got to give it your all in each and every game. And, and I I think that should come from, from the, you know, the top players because they've been there and, and done it at the top level at the, at the biggest, on, on some of the biggest stages in the world. So they've got that experience and they know what it's like. And certainly, uh, you know, Ozil being a World Cup winner, he, he should be one of those players that are doing it, rather than the mixed messages that we get as fans. That you know, even when we lose a game, that you know, some some of this stuff goes on social media, which it's a little bit frustrating. I mean, I've, I've, I know, I know um, you guys don't completely agree with me. For me, it's always about what happens on the pitch, but there is something to be said about actions off the pitch as well. Of course, there is because. It's again about that mental mentality point of view with, with everyone, you know, not it's not just about, oh, right, we've done our job and let's go home and that's it. And then just put our feet up and go on social media and take pictures and stuff. Um, you know, I remember I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but I remember uh, Tony Adams once being interviewed and I'm sure you've all heard it. And he said he was saying to his team that come after Christmas, if we're still in the mix, your life is over for six months. All you're doing is thinking about winning that league. Nothing else every minute of every day. So that's whether it's on the training pitch, whether you're at home, whether you're having a dinner and when you're actually playing a competitive game. And he says, that is all you do. I don't want to hear nothing else from any of my players. That's what he was saying. It's all about winning the league from that point of view. If after Christmas, we're still in the mix. And I don't think we've got that at the club. And, and I think that should be coming again, as you said, from the from the uh, sort of more established players. Um, and, and I feel that there has been a bit of a letdown. Um, I'm going to defend Alexis a little bit, and I, I still feel, despite all his uh, inconsistencies of late, you know, he still can come up with with the goods, as Ben, you know, pr- you know, uh, described so well, with, with the goal he scored, and he still was involved in a, in a couple of the other goals and a few of the ex- uh, exchanges which could have led to more goals yesterday. And even if you think that he is, you know, in such a in such turmoil mentally with what he wants to do and and where he sees his future after this season, he still goes on the pitch and does stuff like that, which is a lot about the class of the player. And, you know, we I don't know whether we can afford to lose someone like that. I just don't think we can. You know, we've got someone who I thought we would build a team around, who would build a a successful team over the next three to four years uh, around. And and if we're going to lose someone like that, I just feel we're going backwards again. And And I think that's really worrying. I think some of these issues have to be sorted out very, very quickly. Problem is, we have not really got a leg to stand on with Alexis now. No. He's he's gonna leave. He's
0: he's, he's I don't want to be sort of you know um, pessimistic about it, but it, I just can't see him staying after the way this mm. season has panned out. He he is a he's a winner. And he, you know, like yeah, you said, he, yeah. he, if you look at anyone that's got the mentality of the of the you know those eras, the Tony Adams, the Keowns, the Lawrence, you know these kind of players. Um, Alexis got in abundance, I would say, but I just um you don't see it you know, across the board with the team. And he's, he's bound to be frustrated with that and the way the season's gone. And, um, no, agree. Know, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think he's going to go. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be devastated when he does, but you know, we if he does, he does, you know, you have to, you have to just move on, I guess, but um, of
1: course, it's, you, do. Of it's
0: course you do from, from the way it is, but yeah, hopefully something comes out about that. But in terms of the, the Lincoln game, um, not, not not too much to touch on. So I thought we'd start back mm. on the buying game and, um, wind our minds back to Tuesday night. Um, how impressed mm. were you with that? Well, obviously, Welbit got got dropped out of the team. We'll, we'll get to that in a second because Giroud came in and it, it changed our that system a little bit, and I was a bit surprised about that. But, um, how impressed were you anyway with our first or sort of fifty minutes or so in that performance?
2: I was, I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, it was, um, it was you know definitely, definitely what I wanted to see. There was, you know, we were definitely putting it on them. And and it was we playing some really good stuff, you know. And of course, uh, to lose like that, and 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 afterwards, it was you know it was just all negative, negative, negative. Um, Was 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 hard on the team. I thought, I thought where we made the mistake was that you know after after the red card, which I I thought was an absolute debacle. By the way, I mean Mm -hmm. if if you've seen the video, he he uses Gashelny to push off push push off his chest. That's right. Outrageous, you know, very, very. You could, you could. some would call it clever. I call it absolute out and out cheating. Because he had the goal scoring chance anyway. Could have scored. So why would you do that? I don't quite understand. But why he did it was to get him sent off. Great. Uh, you know, it was terrible. So you know, until then, um and even if they'd have equalised, and we'd have kept eleven, we still would have been in the game because we, we were matching them. We were matching them. There was no way they were doing anything to, to, you know, to to crucify us. Um, so yeah, I was, I was pleased, you know, everybody was at it. Everybody was, was committed. Um, and it was, it was good, you know, and at one nil, you know, you, you, that penalty is the, is the turning point in the whole game for us. You know, Theo did get taken down. It was a penalty. And if, if we go two up before we can get to half time for two nil, then, then, you know, it's, it's, it makes for a barnstorming second half. But of course the game was over on, on, on that decision. And that referee, I've got to tell you, I mean, you know that, some of the Champions League refs, I have to say, are, are, are not worthy of the championship. Mm. Well, I know we have a go at our refs, but my good God, they were. I mean, he's from the Greek. He's from the Greek league, right? Now, I'm not being funny. You know, with, with all due respect, our, is someone like that refereeing at, at, at two teams that are just you know high level, high level European. Top teams. He, he didn't have a clue. He was letting stuff go. He d- didn't know what to do after time. You know the decisions were terrible. And, terrible, yeah. And, and you know, and it's not often Wenger comes out and uses those words after a match. You know, because we'd lost and we were out anyway. But he was absolutely furious, wasn't he? You know, and uh, and it was. He just he finished the game in, in that in that instant. And it was it was it was tough to take because as I say until then it was fine and then of course you know instead of actually saying right well listen let's just accept that we you know it's going to be two one or, or you know one or whatever we 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 carry on trying to bomb forward with ten men and then he he brings Ozil on who didn't really want to know it was all just a bit you know it was just a bad way to end the match so of course all it does is it just fuels everything doesn't it and the next morning you know Arsene again. So it's just dreadful it wasn't it it didn't reflect what was going to happen in a clean fault game that's all i'd say jack you know i i i was pleased with us the first 50 minutes i had you know absolutely no problem with it whatsoever but the penalty you know and rate spot R- just just ended it ended it really
1: yeah. mark mark yeah. it's very reminiscent of the champions league final because yeah by the letter of it was a different different kind of thing with the refereeing decision because by the letter, the letter of the law he was right to send uh, uh you know it was layman wasn 't it? We' to send layman off yeah. um uh but if he if he thought about the occasion and two glamour clubs, and that was that was a year when we were you know we were we were doing so well in that era um with the team that we had, and I think a lot of people said that it would have been better if if he had uh, you know given a yellow card um we we would have probably gone down one nil anyway, but at least we would have had eleven men, and it still would have been a fairer contest. Um, at yeah. that point, at and, point and right. it, it, it really did remind me of that. And I, I'm completely with you. I know, um, Jack, you, you you felt that, that the, the decision probably was the, was the right one. But I, I looked at it over and over again. For me, I thought, you know, I think probably there would have been a high percentage on, on any other day that that would have been given as a a penalty rather than not, and and, and I, I'm totally agree with you. I think that turned the game for me uh, because yeah, all right, the damage had been done. We can argue the damage had been done in the first leg. Fine, okay, granted. But we the way what Mark said is completely right. I thought we were playing really well. Yeah, maybe Bayern had taken their foot off the accelerator a little bit because they had such a you know commanding lead from the first leg. But I, I still think we were playing well. I don't think we really gave them any chances as such. And who knows if that if if we'd gone in 2-0, if, if that pen, penalty we been given and it, and it was converted, who knows what could have happened. And, you know, then from that, even 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 when it was 1-1 one, one and we were still we were still playing all right. And then th- that that just fast, farcical thing that happened with Koscielny. And apparently that ref, um, guys, it was his first ever knockout game as well in the Champions League. So completely inexperienced at that level as well. So not only you know we're choosing the referee from uh, from as you said uh, Mark with all due respect from the Greek League, but it was his first ever, I, I, as far as I remember f- from what I read, his first ever uh, appearance as a referee in knockout st- uh, in stages of the Champions League. So inexperienced as well uh, in that in that environment. So just just really farcical for me.
0: Mm, yeah, I do think this is. Do you agree, Ben? I think this is one game where we can we can look to the referee in decisions. You know, we've had a lot of comments. Um, as we do podcasts throughout the weeks about referees affecting yeah. the games in the past. Now. And and we haven't really bought into that, you know, as a collective on, on this podcast, because we've just felt the performance wasn't there. But this mm. time, you know, we were, we were on top. Um, and, you know, the, whether the FIO won or not, I don't know. I saw it from a couple of angles and thought maybe the guy got the ball, but maybe I need to review that mm. that, that tackle again and see it for as a whole. But, um, but the, certainly the penalty one... For, for for Bayern, it really was a game changer. Um, um, do do you agree it weren't? It wasn't a penalty, and or do do, do you think it wasn't? It should have been a yellow.
3: Um, yeah, you know, blaming referees is not something I like to do as a fan. You know, but uh, he did, as we said, change the whole complexion of the game. Um, as the boys have covered very well. Um, I didn't think the Bayern one was a penalty at all. Um. I can kind of see why the ref kind of gave it, you know, in real time, sort of, you know, it looked like a tangle of legs and he went down, but the weirdest thing for me was changing his mind on, on the yellow and red card for Koscielny. Uh, I didn't quite understand, what the sort of reasoning was behind that? I don't know if Ever Kachelleny give him a bit of back chat, or because it wasn't actually a second yellow, was it? He went from a yellow to a straight red. Yeah, uh, which, I, mm. which I don't think I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, never. Um, so you know that was that was the first sort of thing for me that was just completely strange. Um, and as far as that penalty uh, from where I was sitting, it was an absolute stonewall penalty. Um, if he gives the one for Bayern, he, he has to give the one for us as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: right. No, I agree with that point, yeah. That's, that's so,
3: you know, you know he, did, he did change, you know, although obviously the score ended up a, a big score. Um, he, one million cent, changed the complexion in that game. And uh, as as uh, the boys have said, if we'd have got that penalty 2-0, then you know, we can come out the second half and really have a proper go at them. Um, but we didn't even get the chance to do that in the end. So, yeah. uh, disappointing, mate.
0: Yeah, it was. And then after that, I'll still with you. But Ben, listen, what allowed us, though, Ben, to, to start on the front foot? You know, we've been saying it time mm. and time again every week, but that game, we seem to really grab hold of it. Was it Bayern stepping off a little yeah. bit because they were in two minds about being 5-1 up? Or we, we should give ourselves some credit for being able to do that, though, shouldn't we?
3: Absolutely, yeah. I think we should give ourselves some credit. Um, but I do think Bayern were sort of, you know, in sort of first or second gear. I don't think they felt like they needed to do much to get the result they needed. Um, but we came out the trap to the doors, fair play to us. You know, it, it did remind me of, uh, a lot of the uh, AC Milan tie a few years back. Uh, where I think we lost out in Milan 3-0 or 4-0. Um, and we came out uh, and we absolutely blitzed AC Milan and scored two, I think we were two and up at half time, maybe three and up at half time. Um, and we're like one goal away from getting the tie back on level terms. It really did remind me of that sort of performance where, you know, we didn't really have much to lose at that point. You know, being five on down from the first leg, we just came out and said, right, let's just go completely at them. And uh, I think by Munich got a bit of a shock uh, with that, really. Um, so, yeah, no, fair play to us. We came out of the tracks. But, yeah, the referee stopped us stopped us in our tracks, didn't he, really, unfortunately. But uh, there you go, mate. No, but I was pleased, as the boys have said, pleased with the first 45, 50 minutes of our performance and that the uh, score certainly didn't uh, reflect the game as a whole.
0: Yeah, and then, no you, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, um, Neil, and then after that, i mean we we are so fragile at this point that that you know you could see the hedge drop after the after the decision and going down to ten men, and like mark said and 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 Ben touched on I mean you, you just want us to be a little bit sensible at that point, you probably know that the tie's out of your hands you you're not going you're not going to win it, but at least save some face a little bit, and we we dropped jacker back to center back, which which uh, yeah, that's uh, which I, I thought was completely. Uh, baffling and then obviously bringing Ozil on at a point probably you know the worst point to bring a player like Mesut Ozil on is when you're under the cosh and you know, <laughs> you've, got, you've got 10 men is it, uh, that, that seems a bit baffling to me too but but why the the capitulation as a even irrespective of who plays in what position Neil that, that fragility you know that, that 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 fragility that we see from Arsenal teams I and mean, we've seen us go down to 10 men in the past with with teams of you know, with, with a proper spine, we just we just don't have it, do we? We just we just crumble, don't we?
1: No, we 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 we, we yeah, we've talked about this before. Again, yeah. in the past with we were still a very strong force, and we could even win games against all the odds. Uh, now, I think we're so finely tuned with eleven. As soon as we lose that one player, that's it, it's going to be playing almost. Um, I. Uh, Okay, so leaving the referee, refereeing decisions aside, say they were the right decisions. I, for me, if we just take this game alone, like right, if, if we if we look at other games where it's a league game, I completely agree with it, Jack. I think we should be more sensible. Maybe we should put Gabrielle on. I mean, he's for, for whatever however he's been performing this season. He should come on and he should shore up the defence. Not put Shaka in that position. I mean, things like that are, are really strange. Um, and we should try and be more sensible and keep the score. At you know a respectable level. I think the way this, the, the way the the leg had turned, it's turned on its head though. I mean, we were so far behind it as it was. They've got the away goal. They've also we also reduced down to ten men. I think maybe what Wenger was seeing was, well, you know, was maybe just give try and give a little bit more entertainment to the fans and hopefully sneak a couple of goals on the back of how we performed in the first half. So you saw in the first half that we we attacked well. We were on the front foot. We were intense. You thought if he brings on some attack, more attacking players rather than shore up the defence and keep it respectable, maybe, or yeah, the game's gone. But at least we can maybe score a couple of goals and maybe save face from an attacking point of view rather than a defensive one. So I saw it a little bit differently than that, Jack, than what you're saying. But I, I do agree that on the whole, yeah, we lose a player or we get a bad decision against us. And we just drop our heads, drop. We we, we seem to just lose all uh, dynamics within the team. Our structure goes, everything goes, and we just can't even p- find a couple of passes that we you know that we're so well known for doing. You know, we, we ask the, other, the team uh, to, to keep the ball, keep the ball at feet, quick movement, and we just all of that just collapses. And I think that is going back to again leadership and uh, characters, strong characters in the team to say, Do you know what, hold up, guys. You know, I know this is bad news everything's going against us but we're still a professional football team we're still a professional outfit a lot of fans have paid a lot of money to see us and a lot of people watching across the world have paid you know to to watch us on their on on from from their you know whatever uh, viewing that they're using whether it be sky or bt or whatever it is and we owe them something and we don't want to just show a a, a real sort of uh, capitulation and, and and I think that's what it is we just haven't got that leadership there to, to, to you know reinforce that in the you know the, the, the players on the pitch at that time so I think I think that's that's what's lacking mate
0: yeah and we've talked about that a lot so we won't yeah we won't, won't go over too much but yeah the capitulation is obviously frustrating um if there's not anything too much more obviously after that we we, we lose the three four goals and, and and we we already spoke about why that happened and how that could have been stopped but it is difficult when you're already completely out of the tide do you you try to just just keep going that's it. or not you know it's is, is a little bit more difficult than that it was a unique circumstance i guess um because we were already pretty much out of it anyway and it was a long shot but um just frustrating to see with such um just positivity in the ter- first sort of 55 60 minutes but that's you know it. moving on from it Mark, um another thing that surrounded the club as a whole um in the last few games is um obviously the 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 the, the circus act that's going on around the stadium <laughs> with, the, with the protests you know etc and the, I thought just get, honestly, Mark, Ben, you're, you're there every week, so I thought get your boys taken it, and, and Nils, of course. Yeah. Um, there was protests, um, Mark, you know, about, about um, you know, before the Bayern game, and then the obviously the Circus Act felt like that was a huge success, um, and they reached the heights of their embarrassment, and they thought they'd do it again against Lincoln. So, um, Mark, you were there for, for both games. I mean, what, what was your take on it?
2: Well, I mean, importantly, there's, you know, inside the ground in both games, um, there was nothing but, you know, nothing, there was nothing about that going on at all. It was just about really supporting the team. And although the atmosphere wasn't amazing, um, in both games, uh, you know, there was no, no negativity really around, around where I was sitting, certainly down, down all the side of the East stand or anything. So there was nothing going on in the ground. So when you've got like 55 to 60,000 people in there, then they're, they're not, they're not heard. Um, like anything, you know, you, you get a couple of hundred of them that want that want to sort of go and walk around, and I, I, you know, I find the whole thing completely embarrassing as an Arsenal fan, and you know, I just think um, it's it's shameful, really, on the, on those people's part. Um, I'm not convinced that they are doing it for any other reason apart from self gratification, and self embellishment, and, and and you know, zedless fame. I'm, I'm convinced that, that that is the case. Um, because, you know, quite frankly, it's 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 just shameful really and I don't I don't you know I don't condone it one one bit. It's um it's it's brought it's brought embarrassment on on you know in terms of other fans for us. We just laughed at countrywide, you know, I saw some stuff on there this morning from other clubs saying, you know, let's all feel sorry for Arsenal, you know, finishing in the Champions League positions and winning the FA Cup you know two out of three seasons that's you know it's it, what they're having a laugh you know it's, we're just laugh we just laughed at we've got you know you look around the country you've got clubs fighting to stay stay alive you know in business exactly. and, you know and people you know and and fans that go week in week out and watch clubs that lose most weeks that just about stay up and you don't get it anywhere else you know you don't get it anywhere else not, not even even Chelsea last year you know when they were 16th, you, you know you you didn't see them Doing this sort of stuff i don 't know where this element has come from. They are not welcome um, in my eyes, and i don't regard them as fans you know that that to me that's that's against everything that i that I was brought up with you know supporting a football team your support is is you know unequivocal and um and you certainly even if and as and as i've said before you know I, I get that there's there's the, the the shift for change and people want change. I've said it myself after, you know, after certain games that I don't see where Arsene can go from here. It's difficult for him, you know, but, but there's no way on God's earth I would embarrass myself. Um, and start behaving like that. I mean it's just unbelievable, you know. But I do believe it's all linked to this whole social media, Arsenal fan TV, you know, it's all about getting how many fo- how many Twitter followers they can get,
3: yeah, how much airtime
2: they can get. You know, they know that that you know BT Sport put put the, 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 the camera on the flag at the end of a game. Uh it's 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 terrible, mate. It's it's a, it's an element of, of support that I think it's it's the worst I've ever seen in forty years. I've never, ever been so ashamed of of, of what what, what people are You're purporting to be Arsenal fans. They're not Arsenal fans. They're everything but. So um, that's my view on it. I I do not agree with it. You know, people are entitled to their opinion about the manager if they want to say, you know, but for God's sake, let's respect the man and and what he's done. He does not deserve the dog's abuse and the the behaviour that's... uh, surrounding the club at the moment and all it does it just makes things worse i have to tell you it makes things worse because it gives the media another card to play against us you know it was on sky news yesterday you know all we're doing is we're fueling them mate you know we're just fueling them and and it's and it's not good so uh it'll carry on now and then now we've got the news about the plane going over the Hawthorns. i mean what is the world coming to it is it is i can't think of a, a you know a worse word than shameful this football club you know because we're always we've always been seen as the, the club that, that do things correctly and are classy and now we've got an element in this support that are you know i said to you i've stopped going away games because i've seen the change in, in the in the element that we've that we've suddenly got around it is not very nice and um you know that's my view on it mate not good not good at all but having said that there are they're a small minority but they're getting an awful lot of coverage. I just wish it would be they'd be switched off. That's what I'd really like. Yeah, know. Exactly.
1: yeah. If you think if you think about it, what was it? Two hundred. So if yeah. it is from from yeah. from the, from from the feel that I get from social media and all the rest of it, you'd think it's fifty fifty, wouldn't you? Down oh, the whole the split yeah. between the fan base. That's so fifty fifty on a football match should be twenty five thousand at least. If you say nine thousand of them are linkin supporters, so twenty five thousand out of twenty five thousand, two hundred of them are there. So. It's not huge if you think about it. And um, like, and like
0: you said, it's not. Sorry, Neil, it's, it's not some It's not a representative of the real fan base at all. It no, isn't. I mean, it isn't. I have a lot it's of friends that Arsenal fans, and so do you, boys. I don't know anyone that supports that kind of
1: no, no, I don't either.
0: action at all. Nope. So sorry, carry nope. on, Neil.
1: No, no, I, I, I just think it's it as Mark has completely summed up. It's an absolute farce, embarrassment, and and I and, and I think I don't think there's any any. Anyone should have any time for these people because um, it doesn't happen in any other clubs. You see all the other clubs, even the ones that, you know, we're mortal enemies against. At least we have to say about their fans that no matter what they go through, they're always they always seem to look like they're united always always and i don't understand why we are getting this and i I think it is down to um you know this is almost they want this so-called celeb status i really do believe that and it's um now and and now that and and on the back of that and as they've as they've seen that they're getting more and more popularity whether it's wrong or right they're like just they're just you know they're 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 loving it they're lapping it up they are literally lapping it up so they're going to do more aren't they if if it's it's i've always said a lot of um in, in the world today you know the word celebrity has just lost all meaning and you know you get anyone who can just become a celebrity for doing something so stupid but you think about it it's not that person's fault is it it's the fickle public that fuel it it's the fickle public so if they weren't getting the likes and the, and, and, the, and, and the, the, the you know the exposure which only can, can come from the public then you know then there would be nothing and I think that's what, what Mark said you know just he wishes there was a way of just switching them off and I think that would benefit the club that's that's my opinion anyway
0: yeah yeah and you i mean ben the pro, The problem with it is they, these fans whenever wenger does decide to leave or change mm. does happen they're going to believe it could be 10 years down the line they're going to believe it's because of them aren't they because of and them you know what i mean and and that's oh. that, that's the thing that cracks me up well arsenal couldn't be more of an opposite club where they you know they do things internally but they certainly trust in their own um you know and, and their way of doing things and they're not going to listen to a a small minority of a fan base that's kicking up. Absolutely. A but, um, ben, your thoughts on it, mate? Anything you want
3: to add? Uh, yeah, it's not much I can add, but I think I think the one one thing I sort of see from it is I think Wenger almost a victim of the of the standards he set at the club. Um, you know, people are saying we want our Arsenal back. Well, what Arsenal do you want back? The ones you know, sit finishing mid table, and you know, yeah. people like Ian Wright. You know, we, we all love Ian Wright as a player and a legend at the club, whatever. But some of the stuff he says on BT Sport the other day he was like, you know, oh this is the worst period I've I've seen at the club. You were playing for Arsenal when we were finishing twelfth in the league and you know mm-hmm. and it's absolutely ridiculous, mate. And yeah, as you say, if if you know, when Wenger does eventually go and you know hopefully these people don't rear their heads ever again. Um cool. it's just it's just embarrassing as we've as we covered rightly so. Um yeah, right. I don't yeah. know what else I can add more
0: than that, really. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I was having, I don't really get in arguments. I was having an argument about someone saying Wenger's the third best manager we've ever had. behind Herbert yeah, Chapman. Sure. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna, I would never ever say anything bad about Herbert Chapman, but I don't, I can't really have mm. an opinion on him. He managed us in 1930 for crying out loud.
3: Exactly. So, I mean, do you know what it's I mean? Different People game. It's a different,
0: like, game. different game. You weren't around in it. I weren't around in it. So, so you nah. know, you can't, you can't say that. That's for sure. You, you know, you don't have, nah. a, you, you can't have that opinion on him and um, I can nice, talk about George Brown, Bruce Rioch and, and and Arsene Wenger and I can say for, for sure out of all of those Arsene Wenger has you know brought us things that I could only have dreamt of you know like in, mm. in comparison in terms of football I've seen it's it's not even comparable but I think a lot of people just yeah, they're just they're just doing anything it, they can to dismantle Arson Arsene Wenger's legacy and it's just incredible I am mm. just like well are you, are you, are you how how much can our memories be short term it's in, incredible to see in it really but you know, I mean, like you, all you boys said. I mean, we thought we touched on it because, unfortunately, it does get a lot of um, a, a lot of attention from from various news outlets and what and whatnot. And um, it, it seems to, you know, people think it's representing our fan base as a whole. We, we want to say, like, I'm, I'm sure most good Arsenal fans would say that it's the complete opposite to what we would be doing. So
3: absolutely, um, what
0: we do every day. And you, Mark, and Ben, and Neil, you go a lot more often than I do. But I know for sure that you, you're. Your intentions are just to support the club, you know, and then, you know. exactly.
1: It's and it's not, it's the not club. that we
0: don't want. It's not. It's not even that we, you know, we, we don't think necessarily a new manager. We've all spoke about the possibilities of a new manager and what yeah. he can provide us, and maybe maybe you know that, that certainly he's maybe past his best, and can he can he really get us back to to winning the title? We've all touched on that on this podcast. Mm. But it's it, 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 this is way beyond that. That's not... No, no,
1: you know it, what I mean?
0: Ex- you can have a respectful exactly. opinion, but support the team. You know, you can have a respectful yeah, yeah. opinion, but support the team, support the manager while he's there, and then... Now, if it changes, support a new manager. How are? That's case? it you know I
1: mean? exactly, Jack. Um, exactly. exactly. I mean, I, I, to- okay. I totally agree with all of that. I, I, I think that you know, um, you, you were talking about this comparison of managers. I mean, it's like when they try and compare whoever who was the ever the greatest ever player, the greatest football. They look at Pele, they look at Maradona, they look at Messi, and they look at Ronaldo and people like that. But they're all from different eras, almost. It's it's really difficult to to make that judgment. Football played at those different times is different to the next next uh, great player. And it's the same with managers as well. And I you think you've just got to look at it and respect what each and each individual done in that era, and just say, yeah, total respect for that, completely a lot of admiration. But like you said, Jack, for for, for certainly for you, who's younger than for younger than uh, Mark and I, than Ben, who's who's the youngest of the group to hear. You know, we we can't really comment on someone like uh, you know Herbert Chapman. You know, I've, I've never seen anything that he's done, so it's really difficult. But I know historically from reading books and stuff of what he's done and his statistics and you you, you, you know you, you bow to that you think yeah great great stuff but I can't really put a comparison in it. and it's the same with players and 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 I just think that for me it's about supporting the club no matter who's in at any one time what players you've got you get behind them as a fan that's that's what your responsibility is it's about being that 12th man whether you're at the game or not and and just giving you support and then if you and I'm not saying you don't have an opinion if you've got an opinion that you think someone should, so this change is required whether it's management level club level or board level that's absolutely fine but there's a way and a and a, 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 a means of doing it and showing a bit of class and respect as well and and, I, and that and that's it really that's the way I the way I see it.
0: Sad thing is, you see a lot of these images yesterday, and you see kids that are way younger than me and Ben and, 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 and otherwise, and 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 I'm like, well, you don't, you don't even know what it was like before this, you know. That's before, right. Oh, Ask okay. kind how of like, can you have a picture, yeah. And th- there they are, they're following their, their their parents or their older brothers or whatever it is, and and, and you know they're just they're hoarding p- people to influence, you know, and. Uh, it's just uh, it's just really. Unf- I don't think a lot of a lot of them really know what the heck they're doing. I just it's just it's just a bit ridiculous. But you know, yeah, the view we get from other fans is I can tell you even over here, five thousand miles away, is uh is pretty laughable. I can tell you that much. There's a big fat football fan base over here, a lot bigger than it was when I arrived them um, ten years ago, and it is it is pretty laughable when people will come up to me and just look at me and go, <laughs> and they'll just laugh at the state of our fan base, and then they'll walk off. And I'm like, if you know it. Five six thousand miles away, I was like, God knows what it's like with you boys going every 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 week, you know. What I mean, so I just mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's just unfortunate because because we're, we're we're far better than that typically as a club, and it's just a shame. But a um, couple of questions before before we go, Sean mute. I'm going to give this one to Mark. Says, can we kick on at last now that we finally achieved the ultimate Arsenal objective of literally walking the ball in the goal? Aaron Ramsey, Mark, <laughs> back on the score. Yeah. Team, mate.
2: <laughs> Uh, so that, that, that was a that was a that's a good question i can't say and that we finally did we finally achieved you know arzen's dream which was actually to walk it in the net oh what a fantastic question and my god and by who as well i eh? the bloke that wants to go backwards every time he gets the ball was actually the one that was firmly backwards <laughs> on the outside and towed okay. it in. it's a proud <laughs> for yeah, us no. all Fucking hell, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, you know, what can I say about Aaron Ramsey yesterday? But anyway. Oh, what, Mark, what's love amazing it.
0: with Ramsey is somehow the team will adjust as he comes back from injury. So he, he has to start. So if he you hasn't. just looked at it, like Ox has just got yeah. injured. And Urquhart yeah. just come back from sickness, so Ramsey has to start now. And It's amazing how many times oh. that happens. When you look at it, you go, "We, could, you know, we don't need to start Ramsey yet. We're going to ease him in, or just play him off the bench. Don't need to start him yet, winger." And then Bosh, he'll be straight back in the team, and it's amazing yeah. he's
2: just started <laughs> it, it is. I mean, the, the little group where we're in where we sit, we've actually just run out of words now. So so it's now got to a point where everyone just like looks at each other. When he does something, he gets it, he goes backwards. <laughs> there was times yesterday where he had 30 yards in front of him, right, to yeah. go forward. They were given a space, you know, and he and he mm-hmm. would rather go in, a, go in a semicircle and knock it back to Koscielny, right? And and, and all, all we do is about 10 of us, we all just, like, look at each other at all different angles because we we've run out of things to actually fucking say. I can't say anything else about it because, honestly, there is nothing else to say. He, honestly, unbelievable.
1: It's oh,
2: yards of green grass for you to run into and make a forward pass, and you want to pass it back to the centre half. Honestly, he, he is he is so frustrating, Ramsey. And to me, you know, if there is going to be a change of this club, these sort of players got to go. They really have. You know, if we're going to really progress, we really have got to look at it and go, are we are we going to get anywhere? with, with, you know, with with the the, the likes of Aaron Ramsey. He might go somewhere else and do a good job for someone. He's not short of effort. You know, he he goes up and down, up and down. Even when he's, when the crowd, you know, some of the passes he made yesterday in great positions were, like, baffling. So Mm -hmm. the the whole crowd in unison, are just like, oh, my God. But he still comes back. he go and get the ball again. You know, I'll give him credit. He doesn't shy. He never shies. You know, no matter how bad he gets, right, he never shies. He must have skin. Three foot thick, I'll tell you, because he, I'll tell you, no, I'll give him credit for that because I'll tell you what, you know, some of the, some of the stick he was taking with a, and, and through his own passes and through his own play, he goes and gets the ball again and he's up and down, up and down. So for that reason, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll take me out after him, but it, you know, that, if you, if I would centre Aaron Ramsey as one of the players that if you looked at change in the club, you know, whether, whether Arslan stays or goes or. How can we keep going on with this type, you know, if we're going to really do anything, you know, these are. you've got to look at things like that. What's not working, you know? What is it that's not working? Is it just the manager? You know, would would, would someone come in and be able to get Aaron Ramsey and, and turn him into the player we see for Wales? Maybe, maybe. I'm not dismissing it. But what I see season in, season out for Aaron Ramsey is, is, you know, part of the reason why we just never, ever change. You know, like yesterday... Ben and I had a conversation 20 minutes in and we said, do you know what it is, right? We can only play one way. It doesn't matter yeah. if we're playing Lincoln or we're playing Barcelona or or, or, or or Bayern Munich, right? We still play the same way, like yesterday. Yeah. We had acres and acres of space, you know, because they couldn't keep with it, even in the first half. And yet we would still do that slow backwards passing and it goes across the back. It was like, it didn't matter, do you know what I mean? It didn't matter who we play. It doesn't matter, we could play anybody. We could play best world eleven. We could play a Sunday morning. So we'd play the same, and I think that's you know that's that's what you got to get around to. He's like, do we are we going to stick with that forever? Is that the manager or is that the players? I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I confuse myself thinking about it. I really do because <laughs> yesterday, you know, I just think the team are there. You know, they can go at them. They can do what they want. Really, it's you know they're playing a non-league team, but they you'd have thought they were playing someone of, of stature. You know, because they wouldn't come out of their half unless there was a certain amount of space. They wouldn't... Yeah. You know, it was it was really weird to watch yesterday. And I thought that told us a lot about the mindset of the players. You know, that, that, that it's not right. It isn't right.
0: Yeah. I'd have... No, I agree. I think the worst scenario of looking ahead to next season is just to continue as is. Either yeah. either Wenger decides it's time and moves on, which is which is fine, or if Wenger decides to sign a two year deal, he needs to i have no problem like you said with maybe half a dozen players from the first team squad that just we know haven't done it year in, year yeah. out. Yeah. them got, on. Move got on to on. move on. Yeah. Got to
2: move on because otherwise we're gonna have a season of the same. Yeah. You know, and, and that that's what bubbles me about it, is if he does sign are we in for just more of the same? Because it will just escalate and it'll be a disaster next season. It will, because I don't, you know, currently I don't, I'm not sure getting back to the question, you know, and and, and, and the jokey side of it, but I'm not, I'm not convinced whether this team has got it in them now to have a strong finish. I'm not convinced one bit. There. I don't think that there's harmony. I don't think there's direction. I think there's, there's complete chaos Yep. in in and out of the club and I think it's gonna be a massive ask for us to get in the top four and a massive ask for us to win two more games to win the FA Cup. I would love, love, love to be wrong. And if it you know and if it happened no one would be more happy. But I have to say I look at it and I look at it yesterday and I look at it Tuesday and you know and you you see what's surrounding us in terms of the media circus and these these people that are doing what they're doing. And it really isn't heading for good good ground, guys. You know, it really, it really isn't. And uh, I, just hope we, I just hope I'm just hope i wrong. But, you know, I, I, I'm yet to be convinced that we can push on from this and do anything. Let's hope I'm, let's hope I'm wrong. We'll stay at West Brom next week. That's, that's a perfect test for us. West Brom away is a perfect test because they're not easy to beat. And, you know, they'll be at it. And if we're not, we'll lose. And if mm-hmm. we do, if we lose there next Saturday, I'm telling you now, it's going to be a bad end. We need, you know. And, and, and we're going to have the red to arrows it.
1: to mark the occasion, Mark. Oh, the red arrows. Well, <laughs> red arrows! Shoot them down, shoot yeah. them on sight, yeah. guys. Mate, mate, yeah. listen, mark, mark. I think it, I think it was just that was just beautiful listening to that. This is what I've missed not being on the pod. And I think Jack, I think we have to have Mark's segment every week on the pod. He always gets one rant in, and we call it we'll call it Mark's Mark. Yeah, because he's putting Mark
2: on the pod. again. Yeah, okay. we'll call it Mark's Mark. I appreciate that. You very nicely, but. I always yeah. build up to it, you see, I get going. Oh, that, was,
1: that, was,
2: that was beautiful, yeah. mate. I feel the blood rushing a bit faster. I turn the old pressure <laughs> up, less it, I'm off. I've got a cold spring, you can't stop me. There, there
0: you go. go,
2: he's done it again, it I love it, love it, it.
0: Beautiful, but you do make a good point, you know, that, that, you know that feeling of, you know, even when we've been out of everything and we've all been a bit low, we've done that eight to ten game winning run at the mm. end of the season and yeah. grabbed back third or fourth or, or second. Yeah, I can't see it. You're right, it, it just doesn't feel that, that uh, way at the moment. And we're, we're, we're positive Arsenal fans, but but you know, realistic are realistic as well. And, we, and we've seen what we've seen all season and in terms of the performance and the collective you know harmony in the group. And it just uh, it doesn't feel right. But we hope for the best, don't we? And we and we'll keep, of course we do. We'll keep battling for it, but it's just um, doesn't feel great. Uh, two more questions. At Bandog UK, my phone switched off. What are you doing? Turn back on. There we go. Oh, no. um, Ben, at Bandog UK, says, Why don't we ever get any pundits who have something good to say about Arsenal? And how do, get, keep getting, Sutton, yeah. how do we keep getting Chris How do we keep getting Anthony Taylor and uh, Mark Dean as referees as well? So he's moaning a bit about the type of referee that we get, and then um, you know pundits. So they, they're going to love praying on Arsenal at the moment, though, aren't
3: they? Absolutely, yeah. I think because you know, as we've said, you know, because I think with Arsenal, you're seeing the same thing year on year. I think it's just very easy for them as pundits just to sort of recycle the same sort of lines up time after time. But we haven't got any leaders and no spirit. And you know, you, at the moment, you can't argue with that. Um, so you know, I have I do take issue with with some of it, um, some of the pundits. But at the moment, you can't really argue with 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 most of what's being said. Um, as far as the sort of referees, yeah, I mean, we got Andy Taylor yesterday, didn't we? Which what Dad was saying to me yesterday is the is the ref that actually Venga pushed, didn't he? Uh, a few weeks back, he's the one that Fourth
2: official, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was the fourth yeah, official was. that
3: Venga shoved, and you could see uh, Anthony Taylor was doing his utmost uh, in the first half to give Lincoln everything and try and uh, give the upset the cup upset the best chance of happening. Um, so you know, I, you know, I wouldn't go as far to as say there's like an agenda against this, but I think at the moment you can't really yeah. argue with with what's being said in in uh, in sort of you know in the world of sort of punditry. Um, you know, we are easy targets at the moment. Yeah, you know, we're, as as fans, we're kind of a, a, almost agreeing with it, whereas years gone by, um, I think we've kind of contested it a little bit. But uh, this season, yeah, I've, I've got no arguments with it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just hard. You've got to kind of sit there and take it, haven't you? Unfortunately, Unfortunately you go through these yeah. of, as fans and you sit there and take it. I've even some, seen some stuff about Arsenal. It's, it's completely ruining us, but you can't help but just look at it and go, yeah, fair play to you, I mean. You know, it's, it's 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 the way it is. You got you got to take it. Neil, I'll give you the last one to you. Should check now. Get um at Ivor Cannon, uh top man as well. Always gives us questions as does Bandog UK. So I appreciate. it. Should check now. Get the nod for the rest of the FA Cup. Oh yeah, he did come in yesterday. You presume that um crap Liverpool two one up. You presume that um huh. check um will probably continue. Are you conv- convinced by either goalkeeper at the moment, though, Neil?
1: Um. Oh, that's a bit of a tough question. I, it's it's hard. I, I think I think that they have been found wanting in certain games. I thought, to be fair, I, with us taking looking at spina, I, I don't think he's done that terrible this season. Obviously, the conceding ten goals uh, against Bayern is, is is shocking as a stat, as a standalone stat. But you can't really fault him for every single one of those goals. You know, you just can't, and it's, it would be unfair to do so if he hasn't had the uh, the appropriate. Cover you know in front of him uh, from the center, stemming right from the centre midfield and then the then the defenders as well uh, um, right in front of him as well so it's it's difficult to to judge a spinner on those two performances although you know ten goals is ridiculous if you th- if you think about it in two competitive matches back to back in in the same competition um, but. Yeah, Czech. Check, check. It doesn't seem to be obviously be the player that he was again. You know, when he was at Chelsea. When when I used to fear it when we used to play Chelsea and he was in goal because you just knew that anything, no matter how wonderful it was, it would be it would be there. You know, if he managed to get past their defense, uh, which which you know which was hard enough as it was, then you had him to contend with. And to, for me, it doesn't feel like he's giving that kind of sense of authority when he's uh, you know between sticks for us. Uh, I I was delighted with his signature when we did get him. And I thought, wow, this is brilliant. This is going to be, this is one of the uh, potential areas where we did have a weakness. uh, And now we've managed to, 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 you know, to uh, um, answer that question. And if you do feel that he's had some performances where he just, you'd expect him to maybe save or do better and he's not doing it. Having said that, there have been times where he has made magnificent magnificent saves and even in games where we think, where we were losing and we're not going to get a result, he's probably kept um, the score score scoreline a lot more respectable. So uh, fair play to him and to give him credit for that. But then come come penalties, I don't think he saved one, has he? I don't think he saved one penalty. Um, So you'd expect a goalkeeper to say one or two at least in a season um so there are maybe a little bit if there's a fragility there but i don't know whether again that's that's a thing that's within the whole dressing room at the moment you know we it's it's i find it difficult just to pinpoint a player or a position because I think I think the issue is is with the whole team. It's not just with one or two areas. Um, and I think if everyone was full of confidence and brimming with confidence, and we didn't have these so called areas where uh, there's 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 angst amongst the players themselves, um, and everyone was in harmony, maybe we would be seeing better performances from the goalkeepers as well. So I, I, I don't know if I've probably answered the question, but that's how I see it.
0: No, no, fair enough. Yeah, he probably will stick with checked now for the rest of the FA Cup if he's changed mm. if, he, if he's been in for this game. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on it, and time will tell whether whether that's a change that that, that he makes in the summer. But let's do predictions before we go. West Brom. I think it's at twelve thirty kickoff, isn't it, next Saturday? I don't, I, yeah, I think it I think is. I think it, so. Early kickoff away to a team that's going to kick the crap out of us. Um, let's see if we can we can turn up for this one, Mark. What's your prediction? Two one.
2: Um, and I'm gonna go for Danny Welbeck. I think he's gonna start and he's gonna score. He's gonna he's gonna drag us to victory, two one. Yes, yes. If he's fit,
3: we should start. Him. I agree. If he's at the
2: yeah, sickness, yeah,
0: like it, like it. What about you, Ben?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say two one as well. Actually, I think we'll scrape it. Um, and I think if Giroud plays, I think he might come back with a with a with a powerful header uh, and uh, win us the game.
0: Bomb Did that in the home home's. Um... Game, I think. Didn't he 1 0 win? I
3: think so, yeah. Yeah, he did actually.
0: Yeah, good
1: memory, he did. Yeah,
0: that's right, that's right. Okay, fingers crossed. then Neil, what about you? Uh,
1: Brace. No, no, two nil. A brace by Ramsey. Both he's going to walk both of them in there. <laughs> oh, you,
0: well, well, he's got his scoring boots on. Do you see the way he finished that yesterday? That's what he was, does, these yeah. days, Yeah,
2: with yeah, a no, plum, no, no, with no, a plum. What a, what no, a finish! No, no. Well, a
0: Confidence in a man when you can do it from one yard out with an open Different goal. level. <laughs> you know Different reading? level. I'll tell you, Welsh Messi. Really? And if
2: Liverpool, Liverpool <laughs> win today, boys, with five points off the top four.
0: Woohoo! Oh, <laughs> How many games wow. in hand is that? One game. Two a's.
2: So that is two of Liverpool, two on Liverpool. Really, but the games. Yeah. Not-
0: I don't know if but I've the, have the points in the bag. Oh, no. at the
2: well, I'd rather have the points, Jack. Five points off it. So it, it's starting to look a bit, a you know, bit we've, got bit to, we've got to put some wins together. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, I don't know. I still think we've got a fairly good shot for fourth. Because I don't think Liverpool are that much better than us. I really don't. And I, I, uh, I do not. tend well, this to feel... Is the thing, but thing. not. This is, this is what they're we not.
0: just touched on. That's why you know we think about the players' accountability. Take the manager out of the equation for a second. I mean, our squad, our first team is... Right up there, which we're better mm-hmm. than Liverpool, we're better than Tottenham. You know, on on paper we are, but collectively, mm-hmm. you know, for our performances, we're not be nothing near them. It's just that, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the frustrating thing. I agree with it you. Is, it is. It is. It is. That's, um, that's the hardest thing. You know, we've got everything there, yet no heart. That's the hardest thing. Can, I, can
1: I quickly just ask you guys a question just before we go? I mean, I'm I hear a lot of a lot of you know people will say maybe maybe they they may be justified in 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 in, in a kind of way where they say maybe it's best if we don't. We don't finish in the top four. We don't get the Champions League qualification. For me, as a supporter, I always want us to win every game, no matter what the situation is, no matter what you you just want us to win the game because I think winning it's infectious. If you have got that winning mentality, it's infectious. Even if it's the last two games of the season, it's it's a it's a good good you know it's it's a good um uh way to way to complete. Uh, the season, to, and then to start off the next one. So I, I, I'm not quite with that. I, I just want us to win every game. And if that means then finishing in, a, in, in the top four and getting a, a Champions League spot, great. But I don't know how you guys see that. I'm, I, I just wanted to put that to you quickly.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, what about you, boys?
3: Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a poor mentality to have. Um, Arsenal always comes first, no matter what. And I always yeah. want us to win. always want the club to do the best it can do. Um, and to be honest I think the sort of people that come in with that mindset the sort of people that are marching around the ground with A4 bits of paper at the minute to be honest mm. um, yeah. so yeah I, I completely agree with with you boys totally on right. that totally right me too yeah,
0: yeah yeah, absolutely I mean people look at that because they'll, they'll, they'll look to things like well look at Chelsea coming out we're a completely different club to Chelsea you can look at us in the mould of what Liverpool have been and look at that well, look what being out in the top four has done to Liverpool I mean they mm. barely, rarely get back into it you know mm. you know what I mean so like you know, it's not help them. You can put us. We're not going to be one of those teams that falls out of the top four and then goes and signs big name players. We'll just we won't we won't we won't do that. So we mm. we need, I think we're a club that needs to be, you know, in the top four. And like you said, just 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 want to win every game, don't you? So yeah. you know, absolutely. So with that good, being
1: said, thank you for your support, everyone. That being said, we are going to win
0: the FA Cup and we are going
1: to finish in the top four. Bang! Yeah, the right, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'll
0: take your word for it, mate. I'm going to well, go man, right on right that. Right. I'm going to go with one uh, all. Prediction for West Brom.
1: Oh, God. Well, yeah,
0: Jack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get myself up on the leaderboard. Really, more. Than who
1: scores though? All right. Who, <laughs> who scores? Then, for
0: scores. You? Um, I'm gonna go Welbeck as well. Like Mark. Yeah, I'll go Welbeck,
1: yeah. I, I Hope he happens. does. You know that. I really hope he plays and I hope he scores. So. I think you know. That.
0: Just, uh, oh, I just want to see a performance, didn't you? I yeah, think yeah, I've, yeah I've
1: we'll absolutely. Of course.
0: Just go out and perform. I'll, I'll be up for. A fo- I'll be up at four a.m. watching, but I just want to be. God oh, bless you. Yeah. Just want to see a performance, but. All right, boys. But Mark, Ben, Neil, thanks so much um, for coming on. Pleasure. Thanks to um, everyone for their questions. Yes, um, guys. This This pod will be up a little bit later today. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Purely Arsenal FP on Twitter, Football Purist on iTunes. Yes. We're well, on SoundCloud. You type in Purely Arsenal or Football Purist on SoundCloud, you'll find us. And um, you can go to our direct link on uh, the website, footballpurist.com. And I think, yeah, that's it. And we'll be back next week after we've uh, hopefully bashed. West Brom. <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed. Um, fingers Keep crossed. the faith, boys. Up the Come on, you goodness. Always. Come Go on, you guys.